In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, for as much as we talk about the, the hope and the peace and the joy of Christmas, as much as we talk about the magic of the Christmas season, uh, let's be honest, this can be a stressful time of year, can't it? I mean, there is just a lot going on, and I, I don't think I'm the only one uh, that would say that. I mean, there are the, the Christmas parties to go to, the lights to hang, the presents to wrap, the trees to put up the, the Christmas cookies to bake, the, the kids' Christmas vacations to, to plan, the extra church services to come to. Uh, this can just be a very busy and very stressful time of year. And for me, one of the things that sometimes puts it over the top uh, is the gift giving. Uh, now, I love to give gifts. I think it's great. Uh, but the reality is that sometimes uh, it can be stressful, right? Especially when you're trying to find that perfect gift for someone you really, really care about. That can be hard sometimes. I mean, it's easy to buy a gift, it's easy to stick a gift card in an envelope and hand it to the teacher. It's easy to buy the $10 uh, white elephant gift for the exchange at work. But when you're, when you're trying to find that perfect gift for someone you really care about, that can be hard because you want that gift, whatever it is, and to whoever it is, to, to be special. You want the gift you're giving to someone you really care about to, to reflect how you feel about them. You want them to open that present and to know exactly how you feel about them, that they are loved by you. And and so gift-giving sometimes uh, to those people we really care about can be hard. Uh, I can remember the, the first Christmas my wife and I spent together. This was uh, way back before we were married. Uh, we were just teenagers in high school. And I had never given a gift to a girl before, uh, except for my mom, uh, but that's obviously a little different. Uh, and I didn't know much about girls at the time, and I, I didn't know very much about giving gifts to girls. But I'm pretty proud to say that I knew a few of the important things. Like, I knew that I couldn't just buy an Amazon gift card and hand it in an envelope and say Merry Christmas, right? Like, that just wasn't going to cut it. Uh, I knew that whatever I was going to give her, I wanted to be an expression of how I felt about her. I wanted her to open up that gift that I had planned and prepared and saved for, and, and, and for her to know that she was someone that was very special to me. And so I did. I, I planned, I prepared, I saved up, I had it all just right, and... And uh, I think that I succeeded. Um, but now my wife and I have spent many Christmases together. And throughout the years, um, the gift giving has changed. The presents that we give to each other now look different than those gifts that I gave her uh, back 15 years ago. Uh, but the goal is always the same for me. I want my gift to her to be a deep, heartfelt expression of how I feel about her. I want my gifts to her to be uh, a symbol and a sign, a tangible uh, gift of love for her. Gifts can be powerful expressions of love, can't they? If you've ever received uh, a gift like that, they can be powerful uh, from someone you love. And, and yet I find that some of the most powerful gifts and some of those most cherished gifts, they're not the most expensive ones, right? Uh, the fancy necklaces or the iPads quickly get stuffed in a drawer after a year or two and are very easily forgotten. Uh, but meanwhile, it is the hand-drawn uh, pictures from our children that say, Merry Christmas, Mommy, I love you, that we hold on to and put on the fridge all year long and cherish and hold in our hearts as a reminder of the love of our children. It's the, the handmade beaded bracelet that we wear every day uh, that, that reminds us of the love of our children. Uh, meanwhile, it is the diamond bracelet that gets tossed in a corner somewhere, uh, easily forgotten. Sometimes it is the simplest, humblest gifts, uh, which mean the most to us. Now, I don't know about you, but, but sometimes uh, I long for a gift, even a simple, humble gift, from our God. I thought to myself before, you know, it would really be nice if I could just have some tangible, uh, physical expression of God's love for me. 
You know, to, to really know that God loves me. And it could be anything. It could be a hand scribble drawing. It could be a beaded bracelet. I don't care. I think it would be awfully nice, though, to have a gift from God that I could hang on my fridge or put in my nightstand or wear on my wrist to know with 100% certainty that my God loves me. See, I think the reality is for, for many of us, even us Christians, those of us who have grown up in the church and could recite Bible verse after Bible verse about God's love for us, even us sometimes, we, we question God's love for us. Now, this used to shock me and surprise me to, to think that Christians question God's love. I remember a, a while ago, a number of years ago, I was talking to a man uh, who questioned God's love. And he was a man who grew up in the church, uh, someone that I knew well, uh, who could recite all those Bible verses, who knew John 3.16 by heart. He knew that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And yeah, I was talking to him one day, and, and he had had this very honest moment in his life uh, where he began to see the sin in him for what it was. And he, he realized the depth of this particular sin of his and how it was hurting other people in his life, uh, how it was hurting him and how it was uh, destroying the relationship that he had with God. And he was having this very uh, kind of come to Jesus moment where he realized his sin. And, and yet he hadn't come to that point where he had stopped sinning yet. It's like he knew it was wrong. He knew how bad it was. He was broken over it. And yet he was still doing it. And he was crushed by it. And he wondered out loud to me, uh, does God love me? That used to shock me when I heard that. It doesn't anymore. Because many of us, whether it's over our sin or whether when it's at the funeral home for someone we really care about, have wondered, maybe just in the silence of our hearts, God, do you really love me? As we struggle with some sickness or, or cancer, as we watch someone we love go through it, we, we think to ourselves, God, do you really love me? Because if you did, I, I can't imagine you let this happen. Many of us, at one point or another, have wondered, maybe out loud, maybe just in our minds, God, do you really love me? And we're looking for some, some expression of God's love, some tangible gift that we can hold on to and hold up or, or wear on our wrists and carry with us to know for certain, for 100% certain, that our God loves you. And, and if that's you, if, if you have ever been there, or maybe if you're there today, I'd like to read for you just this one verse that we heard earlier. It's from 1 John chapter 4. This is God's promise to those of us who wonder today if God loves us, who question and doubt and are looking for some sign, some expression of his love. This is what God says in 1 John 4, verse 9. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. Let me read that again. This is how God showed his love among us. This was God's tangible, physical expression of love for us. This is how God wants you to know that he loves you, for you to be 100% sure. This is how God showed his love to us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. See, brothers and sisters, what we're celebrating this Christmas day is that Jesus is that gift of love from God the Father. Jesus is the gift that God the Father planned and prepared since the beginning of time for you. And when you and I, when we wonder, does God love us? How could he possibly love us with everything that's going on? When we look at our sin and question if we're deserving of God's love, we can be sure today, this Christmas day, that our God does indeed love us. He loves us so much that he sent his son Jesus to die for us. Like I said earlier, sometimes the simple gifts, the humble gifts, are the, the, the most heartfelt and the ones that we cherish the most. And I actually brought one of those gifts with me today. Um, 
This is a gift for my grandmother. Uh, my grandmother has been gone now about 10 years. Um, and so I cherish and hold on to this gift uh, dearly. Uh, as you can see, it's really not much of anything. It's just this kind of uh, simple wooden box. I, I actually think it was probably made in China. Uh, but it has her initials on it. She painted it for me. She made this box in the last few years of her life as she began to slip into dementia and was going to get some treatment for it. And, and one of the activities they had her do uh, in the nursing home was to make these boxes. And she made it and she gave it to me. And, and inside she, she painted kind of crudely this little ceramic elephant. I don't know why an elephant. Uh, but this is, the, this is the gift that I have from my grandmother, her symbol of love to me. And, and I find now lately that I, I cherish and hold on to this gift uh, more and more. Because you see, the reality is that she's been gone 10 years now, uh, which means that I am slowly but surely beginning to forget some things about her. There's a lot that I still remember. I remember that she was an amazing cook. Uh, she loved to cook and we loved to eat and uh, it worked out great that way. I remember that she could talk to anyone. Oh, she would talk and talk and talk. Uh, as a kid though, I loved it and I, I couldn't uh, wait to sit down and hear stories from my grandmother. I, I can remember that she would take these long walks, two, three hours at a time, even well into her 70s out in the forest preserve uh, by her home. There's a lot of things that I do remember about my grandmother, but uh, then there are the really important things that I'm beginning to forget. Like as I, I stand here today, I cannot remember her ever specifically telling me that she loves me. Uh, I cannot hear those three beautiful words, I love you, in my ears today. I'm, I'm beginning to forget her voice. And, and, and on the one hand, I'm sure that she said it. She was a loving person and she wasn't afraid to show her love, but she's been gone long enough now that I, I can't remember her ever telling me that she loved me. And so what I have today, what I hold on to as a, as a deep expression of her love is this simple box, the gift that she made for me, the grandson that she loved. But brothers and sisters, we don't have a, a simple wooden box from our Savior. We don't have a, a fancy necklace or a, a homemade beaded bracelet. What we have from our Savior is far, far greater. See, brothers and sisters, the gift that we're celebrating this Christmas day is that, that the Almighty God of the universe sent his very own Son here to, to Bethlehem, to a manger. What we're celebrating today is that the God of the universe broke into this sinful world, that, that the God of the universe took on flesh. He became one of us, a human like us, that he can sympathize with us, and yet he was, as God, could do the only thing that we could not do. What we're celebrating today is that we have a God who loves us so much that he jumped down out of his comfortable heavenly throne and into a little manger that he's a God who would jump out of that manger and into a sinful, broken world to live like you and me in a world full of hurt and pain and sickness and even death, that he's a God who would jump out of that world and onto a cross, sacrificing his life for the sins of the world for you. That's the gift we have to celebrate today, a gift that is real and tangible, a deep expression of our Savior's love. Uh, earlier, I mentioned that man uh, who I met who had questioned God's love for him. Well, we ended our time by him uh, coming to this moment of brokenness and, and saying, you know what, uh, after all that I've done, uh, I don't think that I deserve to have God love me. And then he looked at me, and I don't know if he was looking for me to agree with him or disagree with him, but he said, do you think that God deserves to love me after everything that I've done? 
what a question, right? Uh, but the only answer I had to give him was the one the scriptures give us. I, it wasn't easy for me to say, but I said, you know what, no. You don't deserve to have God love you, not after everything you've done. But neither do I, <laughs> and neither does anyone else. You see, the greatest thing uh, that we're celebrating this Christmas, the greatest gift we have ever received is the undeserved love of our Savior who sent his perfect, precious son for me and for you to give us which, that which we do not deserve. Today, we are here to celebrate God's greatest, deepest expression of love, the gift of a Savior born in a manger. doesn't look like much. A baby born in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago. But brothers and sisters, the next time you question whether your God loves you, if, if you could possibly be loved by God, if you deserve his love, know that you are loved by him and look no further than that manger. For there you will find God's gift of love for you. In Jesus' name.